0: I'm trying to see if I see it. I see it yet.
1: Yeah, I might know it it's pop up. There we go. Uh,
0: looks like go. Looks like we might be back in business. I don't know. I still don't see it. We are. All right, so. We're I guess we're back live. Look, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a short short episode tonight. Um, so you know, real quick. Sorry about the issues we were having there. Um, well, yeah, we got a new producer, Billy Billy Ratliff is our new producer, and uh, it's his first time producing. So. Anyway, so really, I don't know what. Uh... I'm here. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I still don't see it live, but that's just on my end, so I'm sure it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. Um, anyway, I don't know what's uh, going on in the comments. Uh... Um.
1: it that way right now?
0: Still, it's gonna drive me crazy. Oof. Yeah, go ahead, okay. go ahead and kick us off. Anyway, anyway, like I said, guys, it's gonna be a really, really short episode tonight. Uh, but Thursday, we'll uh, we'll have a little bit more together, hopefully. And uh, but anyway. I'm going to just kind of skip around with some things tonight, and uh, obviously, what's going on in current news, Brandon? Current news is we'll go back to
1: uh, Emmett Gooden's domestic assault felony, domestic assault charge. Um, we got cornerback Brandon Davis entered the transfer portal. He played one game with zero stats, so don't know how the depth's going to go there, but hopefully we'll still be in good shape. Um, we got uh, Austin Pope having back surgery on a herni- herniated disc. And Henry Tooto has been named to the practice watch list. So that's huge. And in the other world of sports, uh, out of 346 players in the NBA bubble in Orlando, zero have tested positive for COVID. So that's a good sign.
0: Yeah, it is a good sign. Uh, That's the things that are going to have to uh, do good. I think if we want to have football, basketball and baseball. Oh yeah. And, um, so anyway, like I said, we're going to skip around a little bit. What's going on, Keith? Glad you're back. Um, matt glad you're on here nascar Vol, of course i don't think nascar balls ever missed an episode of picked off ever um so he's got a streak going justin sandy sandy vfl living in oklahoma well i admire that i also was a vfl living in florida So, I know what it's like to live in a a state where you're not a fan of that team. So, kudos to you. It's not easy, I know. Anyway, uh, that's what's going on in current news. Also, for some of y'all that weren't here earlier at the start of the show, um, we got Brandon, who's now an official member of Picked Off. He's going to be – or he's a host now with me and Josh. Josh is still here, of course. He's doing some family things. Uh, he'll be back next Tuesday. Also, Thursday we got Scott Calhorn. He's going to be joining us on the show, hosting the show with us. Oh yeah! Since he's won so many golden freaking keyboards, <laughs> we I, I've about run out of things to give the guy. So that was uh, that was kind of the the thing. Where is Josh? Well, I I thought I he's doing some family stuff, Glitter Gator, but he'll be back uh, next Tuesday. But for now, you got me and Brandon. So sorry, and unfortunately, it's going to be kind of a shorter show. Um, yeah, no, I know NASCAR. You've never missed picked off, and I really appreciate it. I tell you what, NASCAR. Uh, I'll let you host the show next week with us if you want. That's up to you. We'll pick a day, and you can come on here with us if you want to. What did it say? That was the night before. What are you talking about, Glitter Gator? <laughs> oh, yeah, you are a two-time keyboard champ, which reminds me. I still got to send you your thing, man. So you're the one that I, I couldn't remember who exactly I hadn't sent one to. Uh so I got to take care of that. But anyway, we're not going to do moment in balls history. Uh we are going to do our top 5 top 5 Tennessee linebackers. Is that right, Brandon? Uh yeah, we're doing top 5 favorite ball linebackers. Well, BVD, you know what? You you can win the golden keyboard tonight. You just got to have a uh, A funny comment. So, yeah, we'll see. And plus, you've already helped us toast before. So, but yeah. So, we're going to do top five linebackers. Tennessee linebackers all the time. If you're not a Tennessee fan, give us your favorite top five linebackers. I know, old glitter gator. There's some good Georgia boys out there uh, that have played linebacker at UGA. You should give us those. But anyway, go ahead, Brandon, with your number five.
1: My number five will be Colton Jumper. Uh, not a lot of people would think Colton Jumper, but the reason I like him, he was a two-star coming out, uh, walked on, earned his scholarship, wasn't the biggest, the fastest, the, you know, but that kid played. So that's why
0: he's my number five. I have nothing bad to say about him, honestly. Yeah. Uh- he, he, I wouldn't say he, like he wasn't the most athletic. I guess it was just that where we were as a program in 2016 that we had to start him was kind of the thing.
1: Well, Darren Kirkland Jr. went out early, so he, he had yeah. to fill that role. So,
0: so my number five, I've kind of thought about this all day and I've gone back and forth, but uh, number five for me. I'm going to go with Kevin Burnett. Number two was a captain on the O 2014. Just a really good player. And anyway, uh, that's my number five. What's your number four?
1: My number four is going to be Jalen Reeves-Mathen. Still in that era, 2016, you know, not good times, but he was one of the most athletic, get to the ball, had trouble staying healthy, but yeah, yeah, you know, so that's my number four.
0: Well, that's funny because my number four is his partner in crime, AJ Johnson, AJ a Team Johnson. Beast. Uh, a, a, just a leader. I mean, he was a leader, uh, back in those days and a young leader, even during like the 2012 season and stuff, but a uh, guy that. You know, we all know what happened to him. He got accused of uh, all that, and it looked like his career. I mean, that that ruined his career. But guess what? He's he's with the Broncos. He's tearing it up. He is
1: getting a lot of getting
0: a lot of playing time. He's going to be starting this year. You know, good for him. If somebody, if nobody deserves it, I mean, AJ Johnson, or I'm sorry, now he just goes with Alexander Johnson. He definitely deserves it. All that he had to go through. And, um, oh, for sure! So, yeah,
1: number three. My number three is going to be Mr. Raynot Thompson, All-American and '98 and Buckus Award finalist. Uh, paired up with Al Wilson and Eric Westmoreland, you know, anchored that linebacking core, and probably the mo- probably the most athletic. Linebacker
0: on that squad. So that's my number three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three for me, I'm going to go with Gerard Mayo. Uh, played uh, 2005, six, and seven. Left early. Had a really good career with the Patriots before having some injuries. I know he was captain of the Patriots uh, across from Tom Brady. And uh, Bill, Belichick. Bill Belichick said that he was one of the best linebackers that he's ever seen. So that's and gotta he, be saying something.
1: He retired early to save his body and his head.
0: Yeah, he did. But Gerard Mayo uh, was a great, great linebacker. Number two,
1: my number two is going to be Tyrone Hines. You know, all those, you know, you hear the interviews and everything. Everybody talks about Tyrone Hines. How it just he was a monster, monster. Number forty-seven. You know, you know when he was on the field, you seen you seen the pops and the licks going on. So that'd be my number two.
0: Yeah. Well, I I have to agree with you. Oh crap! Number two, this is where it gets hard. Number two is gonna be Al Wilson. Got to be Al Wilson. Uh, probably should be number one, but I don't even know what else I need to say, what I need to say about him. He's a freak of nature. He was the one of the biggest reasons I, I'd say that, you know, we won the championship in 98, mm-hmm. uh, man, just watching that guy just get pumped up was just awesome in itself. Um, he used to always say that these boys ain't ready, man. They ain't ready, man. Um, had a pretty good career with the Broncos until, of course, the neck injury stopped that. But, yeah, was Wilson, number two. You're number one. I want to hear this one.
1: My number one, you just said it, Al Wilson. First-team All-American, 98, the leader, the quarterback of that defense. So, can't go wrong with Al Wilson, the number one.
0: No, you can't. And I guess my number one, yeah. I'm going to go with Eddie Moore. Eddie Moore, number 37, uh, played on the 2002 team, and 2000, uh, 2001 and 2002 team. He actually uh, – I think he still works with the ball network, I believe. But, uh, yeah, that's he was uh, just a great player. I think he led the team in tackles in 2001 and two, which is saying something, especially on the 2001 team when that that roster was loaded with guys like Albert Hainsworth and John Henderson. So, And I, I know Eddie played for the Dolphins for a little while, but anyway. BBD so said it. BVD said, Eddie freaking Moore, you're fired,
1: Carter. What's wrong Uh, with Eddie Moore? BVD's list is he's got number one, Wilson, two, Hines, three, Dale Jones, four, Bates, and five, Conner.
0: Bates is a linebacker? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Never Never mind. All right. You're right, Keith. My bad. I screwed up. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Trucker Tim. high Carter. Yeah, ha ha, me. You're more. Yes, Eddie. I mean, look, this is my personal favorite. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, deep. Uh, Brandon put Colton Jumper on his list. Okay. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so I can put Eddie Moore as number one, my personal favorite. And just like, I've told everybody, my personal favorite Tennessee quarterback of all time is Casey Clausen. That's just mine. Anyway, that's a list for another day. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see that, baby. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's
1: our top five. Uh, personal favorites. But uh you want to move on to whack ass tradition?
0: Oh my god. Yes. So whack ass tradition. Uh, we don't have an audio clip, but if any of you guys watch high school football, you'll know what this is. And it's it's absolutely driving me insane at this point. It was cute the first five times. But just just tell them, Brandon, you tell them.
1: The purge entrance it's okay I've personally seen it multiple times in high school uh, multiple times in college the the sirens and everything I mean I watched the team play our hometown green Devils that come out to that entrance and then get mercy ruled in the first half so I don't know it doesn't hype me up yeah it's just just one of those show things um, I don't like it.
0: First time I seen it, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know, creative. And uh, I'm all about creativity and originality, creativity, all that. Well, like I said, the first two, three times I was like, yeah, that's cute. Now it's like, I mean, it just gets old. It's just like with anything, you know. When a team, I, I digress. So that's the whack ass tradition. But although before we move on to anything else, I did want to say, I literally, before we did this show tonight, I just watched uh, TPS, I think, put it out on YouTube. And uh, they cover mostly football and stuff. They talked about, and I know I may have talked about it on here before, but they talked about the the Georgia G or the Green Bay Packers G, Georgia. Um, I'm not going to say they stole it. Obviously, they asked for permission. But the funny story about all that is, is you know, them and um, they asked for permission. Okay, when Vince Dooley took over at Georgia, all right, Georgia at the time was wearing what the '60s, the late or the early '60s at that time was wearing the silver helmets, um, and they didn't—I don't think they had anything on the side of their helmets, which a lot of teams probably didn't. But when Vince Dooley came in, he wanted to rebrand Georgia for some of y'all that don't know this. So, he got the AD to call somebody at the Packers. Uh, I don't know who exactly. I'd have to go back and watch the video. But he had to ask for permission. And, of course, I know every Georgia fan said, well, they changed it. It's not exactly the same. Well, no, duh, it's not the same. It's black. Uh, I, I don't care how you change the dimensions of it. It's still the same. It's the same G, Okay. But the funny thing about it is, is Green Bay Packers are the ones who screwed up because they should have, should have gotten Georgia to pay them for it. Or because, I mean, look how much money. Every time you look at something, University of Georgia, T-shirt. Yes, the Packers could be making so much money off of Georgia right now. But back in those days, they I guess they didn't care. But I just thought that was funny, you know. Talking about being unoriginal and you know, all kind of stuff. I mean, what, what do you think, Brent? Football
1: is a copycat sport, anyway. Uh, yeah, but
0: we're talking about a big university. Here.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't like, uh, I don't like that they didn't make anything off of it, and that just goes to show the Georgia can't be original about anything.
0: Yeah. So, oh, and Grambling. That's right. Grambling did do that.
1: Grambling, yeah, also.
0: Um,
1: in the comments, uh, BBD, you know that was Anderson County. Uh, J. Caleb Mitchell says, "When you don't have have to spend money on rings, you might as well spend it on entrances."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh,
1: Georgia fans will swear that it's a different G. Uh,
0: I'm not going to say the rest of that, but. Uh, uh, NASCAR ball for the win. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. he got to go right there. Well, no, 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 no. I, I don't mean he's going to win the Golden Keyboard. I just said what yeah. to say. It's, it's yeah, one thing yeah. for high schools to have yeah. pro or college logos, but for a major university, it's just pathetic. Absolutely. 100%. Because could you imagine, could you imagine, like, uh, like University of Alabama wanting to put a logo on their helmet? Okay. And so they called Jerry Jones up. They're like, Hey, we want to put a star on our helmet, but it's going to be, it's not going to be blue. It's going to be, you know, white or some crap. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that.
1: Um, Jesse and Amber over on Facebook, uh, says Al Wilson
0: one through five. Fair enough. Travis Morton says go balls. Go balls. BVD. how about colleges that bust their paper on the field, a.k.a. Georgia Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. Yep, that's right. They can't afford banners. Yeah, they slapped a the little go blue sign or big blue supports you or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 so many whack traditions, and like I said, I mean, I I've, I've found out some I never knew existed. Uh, Texas Tech throwing tortillas out on the field to start the fourth quarter. What the hell is that about? Do you know that, Brandon? No, I never heard that. Yeah, look it up. It's crazy. I mean, in hockey, I know that you know the the Red Wings though used to they I think they still do that though, an octopus on the ice, and of course Nashville. The Predators for a few years were throwing catfish on the ice. Actually, one of the funniest videos was Taylor Lewan, offensive lineman for the Tennessee Titans. One of my favorite Shotgun, shotgun a beer through catfish and oh, threw it on yeah, the catfish. Oh, yeah, I understand
1: that. Yeah, Taylor Lewan, that's one of my favorite players. Yeah, the M Club supports
0: you. That's right.
1: That's funny. J, J. Caleb Mitchell says traditions are pretty whack. Yes, they're not. Your traditions like Kentucky with the checkerboards.
0: Oh, I agree. Uh, Kentucky tries to put it off as well because of horse racing. You know, I don't care. Which, you know, here's a funny story. And, and I hate to say this, but Tennessee was not the first school to have a checkerboard in their end zone. Believe it or not, I'm not saying this school I'm fixing the name was the first, but they had a checkerboard end zone before we did. It was that Alabama we used to have a checkerboard end zone, believe it or not, mm-hmm. in Birmingham? So, yeah, that's kind of mm. – yeah, but we don't them, white. we don't give
1: them credit for anything,
0: no well, we ought we we shouldn't no, um uh, catfish on the ice was the greatest thing I've ever seen, yeah, uh, I forgot – oh, it was PETA, I think that that had such a fit about it because i I went to uh pred's game um last season, no the twenty it was the twenty nineteen playoffs, all right. And it was when they got beat by the stars, and I I went to a game, and they and PETA was out there handing out these little rubber catfishes, about this big, like a stress ball, but as a catfish, and it's they were wanting people to throw them, uh, you know. or they outlawed the catfish thing? But some people still sneak them in. Which, how in the hell do you sneak in a catfish to begin with? I I don't see how you could do that. No. Uh, uh yeah prince games are hockey games are fun uh for those if anybody if there's anybody out there that you know hates certain sports i dare you to try them live in person um i'm not a big nascar fan, but a uh, nascar race in person is a lot different it's way more exciting there's way more going on so nascar of all that was for you buddy um We should just throw Bobby on the <laughs> – yeah, we should throw Bobby on the ice. There you go. <laughs> BBD
1: said last time I snuck a catfish into a game, and I just told the guy at the gate his name was Bobby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, right there. I think BBD's going to win it tonight, so you guys better step it up because that one was pretty good. Yeah, that's got him in the, in the front running right there. Yeah. He is uh- – <laughs> there's only a few laps to go too, so – what was our dumpster fire program tonight there?
1: Uh, I don't think we have one picked out yet. Okay. Well, well. We'll go ahead and go with Georgia for coffee and Green Bay.
0: I like it. I like it.
1: Hashtag 1980.
0: Hashtag 1980. Um, yeah, and like I said, you know, I just looked at it from the perspective of Green Bay Packers – how much money they could have profited off of it. That's what I right. kind of right. been thinking the whole time is, geez, they screwed up. And because, like I said, Georgia is a major university, they make millions of dollars in revenue every year from merchandise. And so, yeah, I'd be kicking myself in the
1: mm-hmm.
0: if I was somebody high up with the Packers, but. Oh, yeah. Which the Packers, I think, the, the owners are the fans still, right? Is that, is that correct?
1: Yeah, the city of Green Bay owns, right. the, owns the rights to it. So, And they have a board that makes all the decisions.
0: So. Of course they do. Everything does, you know. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm a fan, so I own this team. Yeah, we ain't on the board. So. Exactly. Really don't matter. I think that's sad. Yeah. Um, so, uh shout out to sponsors yeah shout out to sponsors shout out to hound dogs in knoxville everybody knows who hound dogs is but if you don't if you're a tennessee fan and you want to get the newest gear the new coaches polos uh new coaches sideline hats all that stuff jerseys they got it all they got it all and They've uh, they've been good to us. We also got the Tennessee Tap House. If if we do have a season, everybody, okay? we do have a season, and for whatever reason, we don't. They don't allow fans to come in the stands. Well, guess what? You can come to the Tennessee Tap House and watch the game with Billy and Catfish and myself and Josh, and of course Brandon here, and there will probably be no telling how many other former Vols and people from the Volunteer Roadshow family. Also, shelter insurance. Call Josh Griffin today. He will get you some life insurance, whatever you need, he'll take care of you. No problems. Um
1: other uh, than
0: that we got also, some other we got go ahead.
1: Oh, also uh check out the other uh volunteer roto show, um shows in the lineup. Uh you know, the with Alexis Hornbuckle, Hornbuffle, Jarnell Stokes, uh yeah.
0: I mean, Alexis is great, live every Wednesday. Yeah, Alexis is live every Wednesday. Jarnell um, and CJ Watson are live every Saturday. Of course, more important issues every Tuesday and Thursday, um, which we're going to be doing some collaborations with them pretty soon. Uh, we've got some stuff going on in the works. So check out um, them two guys. we got some good show.
1: And, guys, hit that like and subscribe button. Hit that little bell up there so when we go live, you're the first one to know. So, I mean – Get the flipping bell
0: on. Yeah. And that's the bottom line because Brandon just said so. With the the bald head. Shit I did there. Easy. Easy. Well, guys, uh, like I said, appreciate everybody – Uh, Thursday, we're gonna have a jam packed show. We're gonna have TikTok Thursday, so Tuesday. We're gonna have our TikToks that we didn't have night Thursday. Um, and we'll be there Thursday morning. So,
1: Thursday night, this show has made me have to start watching TikToks because of that scene.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I was, I was against it, but now you um, love it now. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, Uh, but uh, and also, um, we're going to give out our golden keyboard.
0: And it's got to go to BBD. hey
1: It's going to BVD. So congratulations, Keith. You got it.
0: You get one or two options there, sir, for winning the golden keyboard. Either A, I can send you something from my glorious room here, or B, you can, you can guest host here in the future. Up to you. Let us know what you want to do. Uh, but NASCAR, I do want to have you on. Uh you have been a loyal fan and not taken away from anybody else. But uh NASCAR's been here since day one. He's been loyal, and he's never missed an episode. So NASCAR ball, if you are interested, sir, sometime next week, we want to have you on, picked <laughs> off with us, let us know. And then BVD gets that next option. He said give the prize to someone else. I just wanted the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, RMF Tide uh says he wants you wants you to co-host. So uh I tell you what, if uh if BBD does not want to co-host, we will let Glitter gator co-host. So uh that's up to BBD and up to Glittergator, but like I said, NASCAR Vall, you're next up on the list if you want. Uh next week pick your date, sir. Um We'll get it going. Other than that, uh, thanks to everyone for checking us out. Brandon, thanks Bi-
1: you want to- Thanks to Billy. Thanks to Billy for uh, getting us back on track in the back
0: air. We appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, think. Yep, Billy coming through in the clutch. You know, it's <laughs> funny. I, I got to say this. Uh, Billy, I-, I know you're listening because I can see you back there. Uh, but but uh, I got a text earlier <laughs> – And uh, I got to say this, so BVD, uh, I was talking to BVD. Of course, you know who he is, Billy. Uh, Anyway, he said, uh, I said, yeah, he's producing tonight. And he said, okay. He said, well, good luck tonight, and hopefully Billy won't fumble and stumble. (laughs) 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 So (laughs) I felt like I needed to share that. Y'all can't see it, but Billy is in tears right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's dying laughing. If only you guys can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> so, BBD wins the gong keyboard because he's making Billy laugh like I've never heard. So Too bad we can't hear it. Nobody else could hear him, but that was worth it.
1: Uh, We appreciate all y'all tuning in.
0: We really do. Yeah. And we'll see you on Thursday morning at our normal time, 10 o'clock Eastern. Y'all have a good one. See
1: y'all.